intro music. Intro music. Intro music. Sorry, Beyonce. <laughs> That's that's within our budget now. So until we get everything started, you know, the way that we need to, we will have intro music done by, you know, random artists because clearly, you know we the, gotta, the beehive has oh man. decided to descend upon us. We've got a few, like, we've got a few, like, soft blocks before, like, oh, you know, this can't be monetized, whatever. I'm like, all right, cool. I looked at, I was, I was going to make a, uh, I was going to make a clip this week, and that shit said, good. I was like, hey, man, like, I put this shit up here. <laughs> Fuck, I can't find my fucking episode. <laughs> can't find my shit. Went and checked the email, and they said, hey, by the way, we, I was like, Fuck, bro, y'all didn't even send no alerts. This shit got taken down. Y'all saying themselves, hell no. Nah. This ain't this ain't Texas, nigga. You can't hold can't none of hold this shit. Nothing. Yeah, take it down. You thought you was too small to get caught. So Guess in the event, what? in the event that you guys haven't finished the last episode, you go back. Um, there's about a, there's a little piece where you get a little bit of that, that intro. But yeah, I, I'm I'm scary. I said mute it, mute it. I apologize. You know what I'm saying? Don't all the whoever Beehive Ivy Park. But I Whoever. thought you you said on that episode that you was gonna be a part of the beehive. You wanted hey, to be a, the stinger. So hey, apparently, look, apparently that don't get you the oh, that, that, that don't, don't get that you don't the, get you in yeah, membership. Like, that don't get you the rights to the music. You know, I, I wasn't in the studio. Oh. So yeah, I get I get it. I get it, you know. Well I get to uh, you know, do some um I get it on the back end. When she go on tour, we'll, we'll talk about it. Yeah. Yeah, we're cool like that. We'll open for her. We'll do a podcast opening for her at the next uh Whatever the fuck they call it, oh, Beyonce please, festival. Yeah, Beyonce get cool with us. I'm changing up on you niggas. I don't care about none of y'all. You got different when I did. I got billionaire <laughs> friends. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> Beyonce could mention me by name, and that's enough. Yeah, be, hey, I feel Beyonce like really is like. I don't know many like Beyonce like like hater haters. Like you might not, you don't have to be like a diehard fan, but Beyonce is like you know. Yeah, but I'm you know, Beyonce does mind her fucking business, and I think when you mind your fucking business, nobody got no, no time to not like you, <laughs> unless you're, you know, the weird Dukes of Hazard dad, or no, not dad, the Dukes of Hazard dude who was the dad on Smallville. They were, I mixed them both together. He didn't like it. He didn't like what she was doing his country. No, <laughs> his country music. How dare you niggas infiltrate country music? Pretty much, motherfucking infiltrated it and immediately hit the charts like. <laughs> As soon as they did get a little pushback, and they said, "All right, man, throw her up there to the fucking top." Boom. I mean, it's. I saw a post today saying like, Beyonce releasing this song has helped bring light to other Black country artists. It's like they were out before she made the song. What y'all mean? Niggas knew that she. The country music artist was out here. They was listening to the music the whole nine yards, but the fact that Beyonce releases it, you gonna say she gets credit for bringing notoriety to these people that was already yeah. around and had an audience. Yeah, I don't know because that um, what's bros name? He got a uh, the Shabuzi dude. That's mm-hmm. what, yeah, like Annabelle been bringing like a motherfucker. I don't even fuck with country like that, but I've been hearing that song for at least the past three months. Like on across whoever that nigga got a huge fucking team. Whatever they doing, they doing that shit because that's a nigga who's I don't even know how that falls in my algorithm, but. They gonna make sure it hit the way it need to. Oh, Annabelle! I don't remember the rest of the words, but he said it. It's the 
black folks Jolene, black man's Jolene. Pretty much. Annabelle did some fuck shit on that song too. She was she was bullshit. Whore. He said he was looking for revenge. I remember that part. He said he gave her all his love. That sounds very country esque. Yeah, he was you know, he was tell he was talking that shit. It's a little it's a little dim for my taste, but you know, fuck it. Country. I mean country country is like I sometimes feel like country music is like a cross between farm emo and like small town ghetto. Like small town nigga shit. It is I feel like country is small town nigga shit crossed with farm emo. <laughs> <laughs> no. Farm emo is the farm fun. emo. It, it it is. It's like it's <laughs> farm e farm boy emo music. That's that's to a degree what it is. Farmo is fucking Farmo. Nuts. Hey, what if it, <gasps> it's field mo and field mob was just ahead of their time? I want. I, I don't know how this works, but you know how they got all the cores now. They got like um, rage core, whatever the fuck. I want the editing niggas now. I want the editor niggas. I feel like I'm gonna have to do this first, but like, <laughs> like you got to make we got there. There has to be farm mo edits now, and it got to be country shit, but it's got to be like to country music, and there got to be a lot of cuts and edits, and somebody throw Woody in there, but he got to be real dramatic. Yeah, this is funny in my head. This funny as fuck in my you head. You had a, the the old emo dancers and all oh, that other yeah. shit doing it to some country music. Yeah, this is. There's a lot of ways that this can go. This is, is potentially funny as fuck. Mm-hmm. I can I can see you doing at least two posts of this in the next week. Yeah, farm mo. I just gotta find. I can. I want to look up some some farm some funny farm shit. Farm. What's that shit? Uh, Farmersonly.com. Y'all need this. Y'all should, you know, really get your, get her on your cob. <laughs> get your kicks in the Route 66. That was a thing. For them, not necessarily for us. I mean, I know Route 66 is what starts out here or ends out here, depending on you know, how you look at it. Oh, yeah, that's true. I guess it would end out here. I always assume, like. If it's a country thing, you probably started there. Get your kicks on Route 66, headed this way. Yeah. Trying to run from racism as best you could. <laughs> you know, just, you know, In the land, boy. Yeah, you, you get from there. According to that warrior show that I was talking about last week, you get to here and you just, you know, it's like racism light. You know, you no mentions, but we're just going to be all cops and beat the shit out of you for being different or whatever. I don't know. Um, Drop you off in different neighborhoods. Did you know the cops drop people off in different neighborhoods? Yeah. yeah we we, we kind of knew that here already. You know what I did this week? And I feel like, I guess, like, because we, we used to do it here on this show because we're in the fucking field. I, like, sent out, like, the check-in shit to the homies because I was like, oh, yeah, I should probably. I don't know what inspired me to do that. I, I wasn't a post or something, but I was, like, sitting there and I was like, hmm, I feel good today. And I was, like, noticing. I was like, oh, because we had talked. Oh, no, that's just where we're from. I, say, I take that back. We had talked a lot about like self care mm-hmm. in class. Mm-hmm. Then somehow self care came up at like a work meeting, and I was like, okay, man, that's twice in a week self care. Let's fucking focus on self because you know you do your little checklist. And I was like, okay, I've been kind of missing on some shit. I've been doing my little autopilot thing. All right, cool. 
And so as I like, you know, did a couple of things and I was like, okay, it works. It always works. Yay. I feel good. I feel better. And I was like, Hmm, I've never really like extended this shit to the homies. I'm just, I'm like, I never really be therapist for to my friends. I'd be just me. So I like shot that out there and I was like, Oh, okay. That was cool. And it was cool little dialogue. And you know, niggas was adults. It was a little bit of like, what the fuck is this? Who the fuck are you? And I'm like, Hey, y'all niggas know how to do this shit for real. And they're like, all right. And that was like a cool conversation. And I realized we used to start it here and we stopped. So how was your week? How was your mental health? How was your check-in, sir? Um, I mean, in the spirit of checking in on friends and being a good good male buddy to see how your compadres are doing. Um Hey, fuck you, Felix. <laughs> throw that out there. Because you had a successful Palantines with with you and your buddies, <laughs> you guys had a wonderful time. Shared a meal and exchanged gifts and Them all these wonderful tired. things. You guys had a wonderful time. I was lit. And you know why it's fuck you? Did Did you know about it? I knew about it online. I saw I saw it when it was posted. Oh. Listen, let's guilt trip Felix, man. I mm. didn't know about it. I was I so you knew about it after it happened and yeah, then it got posted. Pictures. I like the pictures. Right. Me too. Yeah. I feel the same way. It's tough, man. They even like. Photoshopped Beaver in because I guess he couldn't make it. Oh, oh yeah, so, they did. That was funny. That was funny. <laughs> so that means that means Beef knew, but Beef couldn't make it. But we didn't we didn't know anything about That's that. That's terrible, yo. I'm here for a guilt trip to homies on mm. 2024, man. That's crazy. You're not being a good bro, Felix. Oh shit. You didn't you didn't let me know anything about oh, this. Oh shit. Mm, I am I'm disappointed. Damn. The light went off. I don't know what that means. Something. Fuck. I hope that doesn't mean anything. But let's see. Let's see. Pause. Okay. As long as it's and play. Yeah. So yeah, fuck you, Felix, for having such a wonderful, successful event. I mean, he told me they're gonna, he's gonna do it more often, but he also didn't mention that he's gonna invite us. It might have been, you know, it's the first, first intro, it's first intro, intro thing. You know, you gotta have a little, gotta have a test group, sample, Mm. sample size, sample Mm. group. You know, mm. you wanna uh hey, hey buddy, hey buddy, hey, <laughs> hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> no, but I actually think that that's a that's a good thing. I, I would like to see people do that more often. So shout out to you for real, for real. Shout out to you, Felix. Thank you for doing something cool like that with your boys. It's actually a wonderful idea. Valentine's Day, twenty two K forever, Day. man. Yeah, absolutely. Because 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 pals deserve shit too. God damn it. And I I think I what I liked. At first, it was like, oh, that's cool. You get together with your boys, y'all share a meal. And that's not uncommon, but we need to do that more often because women do it all the time, and then men just, like, have to schedule time to kick it with their boys at some point because everybody else is a priority except for us and our friends. But not only that, but when I saw them exchanging the gift bags, I was like, oh, they really? That's that's the part that kind of got me like, yeah, hey, man, that's, that's really dope that y'all did that and you enjoyed coming together and doing those things. So... Although that has nothing to do with my week, for real, I just saw that, and that was a bright thing that I saw this week. So shout out to Felix doing that, like showing love to your boys and having that type of event. But but seriously, yeah, the realest of nigga shits, you know. <laughs> this, I'm not gonna take the glasses off because I don't want to threaten you. <laughs> you know, we're boys. We love you over here. Glasses off me, fucking prisoner. Yeah, no, nah, I ain't gonna do that. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna gently say, you know, hey. 
Uh, other than that, as far as my week has gone, um, it's been a relatively this week has had me a little bit off routine. You know, just not in not in a bad way, but towards the end of the week and the weekend, a little bit, a little bit off routine. Um, tapping in with people, doing some minor socializing, nothing crazy, but just tapping in, having having good conversation with people, having good conversation with my mom. I stayed over there for the last couple of days, so talking to her about some stuff in her life and my life, tapping in with some friends and having some deep conversation with them that I haven't been able to see in a minute. Um, that was pretty much the bulk of it. I know that's not a lot that has to do with me, but that's what I participated in. Me, I mean, I'll share with you off air. I've kind of been perturbed by some stuff <laughs> in my personal life. So <laughs> navigating through that, it hasn't been enough to, to be a major issue, but just minor occurrences of like <sighs> irritation because shut up <laughs> yeah so navigating through that but other than that now things things have been relatively decent I, i've spent the last last week this past week for sure i think tapping more into uh this singleness i guess so kind of like stepping back into that a little bit not necessarily dating because i already made the commitment like this year is all uh casual friendly dating year for me I spent the last year in the last three years in throuples. So um, I'm taking a little chill pill to just kind of friendly date and things of that nature. So it's a big dick smacking. I ain't saying all of that. That was it. I'm trying to be responsible. No, we're not. We're not going to be reckless out here. No, I'm joking. Um, I'm not going to incriminate myself on air in any capacity. DC stands for dick counseling. I've said that plenty of times. So that's, I'm joking. I'm joking. I do say DC stands for dick counseling, but that's not really what I'm out here doing. Um, but no, I, 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 I'm not reconnecting, but allowing myself to feel more comfortable to just have conversation with people and not feel like it has to go towards something. Mm -hmm. Cause before it's like, I'm in a partnership already. So me talking to people, either I'm not talking to you or whatever the case is, or I notice people are trying to push towards something and you ain't, you ain't with the poly non-monogamy situation, so I'm not even about to go that route with you. But right now, it's like, nah, I just, if I have the time and opportunity to connect with people or have conversation with you or kick it just in a friendly way and, and build some rapport and all of that, then cool. I'm going to allow myself to do that a little bit Where more. Where is this going? Where are we headed? Destination. Get your GPS up. <sighs> I just because I'm out of time <laughs> you, 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 you want to push me there don't you? You're trying to push me there today I don't think I like it no, Don't push me there today Don't do that sir <laughs> That them be the line Joe. I hate I, That has been part of my frustration this week. I hate I hate Ooh. seeing people post certain posts I hate seeing people in general Post a lot of these posts Because y'all post things that y'all don't really understand or embody 
And I made a post about that either last week or this week. I kind of expressed it on the threads and put it in a story. I don't think we posted it on the page. You be smoking in fucking threads. I mean, <laughs> you be smoking. <laughs> threads is like my Twitter without having to be bombarded with porn since I try to like limit that. Yeah, you know, I, 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 like, or I, X, I'm sorry, triple X. Yeah, I, I think I, I clicked back on X, maybe, what was it? Last week, week before, mm. and yeah, it was just I it's, saw nothing but ass. Like at this at this point, it's it's nothing but it's goodness but, but cheeks. It's goodness yeah. everywhere. So I had to, I have I have to moderate that quite a bit. So I don't. It's a way for me to express because I used to do that a lot. Especially you were talking about here, we used to do the check in on the show, and I used to have the quotes and I used to have all types of things that I would share on the show or thoughts that I've expressed throughout the week and I'd reread them and stuff like that. So. I utilize threads for that. Mm. I utilize it to like a thought comes to mind whether I see a post or something just pops in my head or I have an idea or perspective or something that pops up from a conversation in a session. I'll go ahead and like post something along those lines on threads Mm. um, just to get it out, get it out my system and put it out there and refer back to it as content if I need to later on. Um, But yeah, that's, that's one thing I posted about. I just, I hate seeing these pseudo healed, Pseudo spiritual, pseudo manifesting the perfect partner type situation post, and so frustration every week. Should I? It, well, I mean it's it's no it's normally very <clears throat> it's normally very frustrating in general. But the last couple weeks, last three weeks probably, especially the last two, it's been a little bit more perturbing than normal. Because like I said, you, you see certain people post certain stuff, and you'd be like, shut up. <laughs> Shut up. You you don't. You don't. You. Mm. But you also have to have grace and understand that, you know, people are, are learning and growing. So it's kind of like we've had the conversation as far as rap artists, like uh, rap audiences don't allow their artists to grow. Mm. I kind of look at it the same way within this space of like, I have to allow people the opportunity to grow. So just because I may see you or know you to be a certain way or, I had a relationship or interaction with you and you you acted a certain way in that space mm-hmm. and you did not understand what you are showing in this post does not mean that you have not learned or are not in the process of learning or something. Um, <clears throat> I kind of had this conversation with a friend of mine the other day because like, they were telling me about their relationship situation and all this other stuff. Mm-hmm. And they were expressing how they may have some resentment or frustration of like, I don't, I don't want this person to not be in a relationship with me anymore. And then I see someone else getting better treatment from them than I got from them. Mm. So it's like, I want to, I'm, I force myself to kind of stay in this situation so that I can finally get the benefit of seeing the better version of this person that I deserved in the first place. I mean, uh. it's, it's hurting yourself. And I was kind of talking to them about that. Like sometimes you the version of them that you got is the version that you were supposed to get. Yeah. And you were supposed to contribute something to them to help them grow for the next person. And you take that as a compliment. Like I, I did something or I taught them something that made them a better version of themselves. And although I may not get to reap the benefits of that or really enjoy that, I have to take some solace in that. I contributed <clears throat> something good to this space and kind of go from there. I was um, like, I always, I always got to sit with the other side of that coin is like, the assumption that you deserve that version of that person. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm not saying like, you know, everybody's, this ain't making everybody just a complete villain, 
But everybody always says they deserve this, that, and the third. Like, and I've even heard that scenario before. But I, I've, I often feel like those perspectives are devoid of, like, the other side of the coin. Like, maybe that person didn't feel whatever, whatever with this person. And sometimes it's something big, sometimes it's something small. But they are more open with that person. You, why don't you do that, this, that, and third with me? And it's like, well, maybe even in this behavior that you're doing, this person doesn't feel comfortable to be themselves in this capacity with you. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they got a different version. They're freer over here. They're more happy over here. They're whatever. Sometimes it's nothing you could do about that. It's just a connection thing. And sometimes you're not really paying attention to what you did to not facilitate a comfortable vibe. Or, shit, if y'all got history, like, you know, that's, that's even sometimes my, like, thing with them posts. I like people growing. <clears throat> I'm in the I'm in the business of helping motherfuckers grow and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes people don't understand um, – and I I hear some of this sometimes like this rhetoric when you like you know uh, where, can you even say R Kelly songs anymore like well you know I mean, you like, can. when a woman's fed up right like everybody everybody understood that thing like you know you might be a great nigga now but she you know she got dogged and dragged she's she tired like niggas got to start discussing more about you might be tired with this motherfucker yeah you're great now you doing all these hill posts and shit you actually are activating that but while you was figuring that out. Was whooping my motherfucking yeah. ass, and I'm tired. I don't have it in me to like engage with that with you. It sounds good, that's great, but the but I feel like we lean too much on like you know just like the usual balance conversation. It's always like okay, well I'm good now, so be cool now. But it's like nah, you might have just burnt that bridge at least for now, y'all. Everybody act like they're too good to spend the block, but you might have to sit on that for however long. Yeah, y'all might be uh, I love that movie. That's my favorite little statement. Y'all might have to be like the brothers, man. Fucking 60 years old dancing in the backyard, but they had, they had to spend the block. Yeah. I mean, it's there's so many different sides that you could look at in these scenarios that it can kind of get tricky. Because, I mean, really the only side that you can actually look at is yourself because that's the only thing that you can address and change for real. Mm-hmm. Unless you're still in interaction with that person <clears throat> or still in a relationship with that person, you know, you can address it with them in some capacity, but for the most part, all you can change is you. So I got to look at my multiple perspectives, because you should have multiple. You shouldn't have just one. If I got one perspective, then I ain't learning and I'm not really taking accountability. So look at the multiple perspectives you have and then look at the behaviors that you have to do. Like, and I even had that conversation with my friend of like, a lot of people get stuck at step one where it's like, all right, cool, I'm going to take accountability, but you didn't do shit to change it afterwards. You just stopped at, yes, I acknowledge this. Great, you acknowledge it, but you didn't do shit afterwards and that's part of the sucky part you know i'll be yeah I, uh yeah I, I know it's my fault i did pick up that chair and throw that motherfucker in your head i i did that mm-hmm. i did that motherfucker you did it today too like what right. the fuck like you like, don't just keep t- like don't keep, stop that don't shit. keep acknowledging that you throwing these chairs but you not s- sit in the chair first and let's have a yeah, conversation because you ain't figured out x y and z but yeah to sit and sit down and giving people enough grace to understand like they can change they can adapt they can grow and maybe i wasn't supposed to experience that version of them and that's okay like you have to respect that everybody's process is not always going to be in alignment with yours to where you can benefit from it sometimes shit just ends up being one-sided and it benefits them to progress forward and then you got to take the lessons you learned somewhere else. Sometimes it just, that's just how it goes. So helping, helping them kind of navigate that 
kind of put, I won't say put some things into perspective for me. Um, but I definitely did some reflecting on some stuff over the last couple of weeks. So seeing those type of posts from a number of different people, I always get perturbed by it because as in therapy land and in real life, it's like, oh, my God, people keep posting this stuff that they really you really don't understand that or know what you're talking about. But then having those feelings personally or whatever the case is, just kind of amplifies it. So overall, good, good space, good, positive, everything, but little minor moments of irritation, which create more thought. But I appreciate that because it helps me lean more into learning how to be a better version of myself as well. So I'm, I make it I make it <clears throat> irritated at not being able to receive or enjoy the better versions of other people when I'm in their life. But that doesn't mean that I can't do the same and be a better version of myself for the next people that I enjoy. Or even like not spending a block in that capacity, but even if I still have a friendship with these people, I can still be a better version of a friend to them and request and demand that they be a better version of a friend to me, which I may not have done before. That's valid. I think uh, I stand on that. I think for like in the in the man in the man was it the manosphere in the man <laughs> that like you know that uh, there's a line between like understanding like as a dude like you know to demand more for self like sometimes like a lot of the conversations. I mean, I guess it's for anybody, but if I'm just speaking specifically to niggas, like niggas mad about shit. But part of that is a good chunk of that is what. They're condoning and they're the architects of their own demise. Like, mm-hmm. you didn't have to deal with that. You could have, you know, if it just, if I'm just barreling it down to like brass crass tax, like, well, you could have just went home and jacked off. Like, you could have just let her go and like just dealt with, you know, loneliness sucks. Make, make, maybe make a shift or two to solitude and, you know, do some, do all the good reflecting and all this other shit. But you sat there and, you know, tolerated some shit and created some behaviors. Mm-hmm. And now you got to kind of work through that. I don't know that anything is like the end of the road. Except for maybe like, I mean, I guess like even like kids, you just kind of, you can parent somebody and not be with the other person. You just kind of got to figure that out. Yeah. I personally would try to avoid that as much as possible. But like, Absolutely. Yeah. I had that thought this week too. Like just as a nigga who has, you know, I have not created any children as of, yet, as, as of yet. And, you know, I was at work and had a kid come in, a baby. And, um. Like infant? Infant, yeah. Hmm. Uh. Three months he was. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, <clears throat> you know, we were kind of understaffed that night. Long and short, I ended up having to uh, work with the baby, which is not like the end of the end of days. But, you know, I did like a like, full co- full course night because I'm like, bro, bro took a dump, bro peed, <laughs> w- didn't want to go to sleep. So I'm doing the whole feeding him. He's real, you know, kid, you know, was in the physical touch. So I'm like, first trying to do the, I'm trying to lazy my ass off. I'm like, all right, if I put him in the thing and I rock him, not working. If I twist this motherfucker, rock him, not working. Carry him, carrying him all night, doing the rocking thing, going to sleep, cool. And I just was having a thought about, like, just in general, how some people, like, have, like, just talked about babies like they're, like, a fucking accessory. I was like, this a whole fucking person. And I was, like, having this, like, whole just, like, consistent thought process in my brain. I'm like, people just be, like, having these these individuals and not in any way... Like, really, I think thinking about, I'm like, I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm done. Like, once my shift is over, I'm through with this. But, like, in the event that this was mine, you can't do nothing with this. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they end up at a space, you know, like where I work at. And that's clearly somebody is, some mistakes happen. But clearly somebody is, like, not done a good job if they end up 
where I'm at. Something has gone awry. Right. So I just was sitting, I was like, God damn, bro. Like, and then I think about it just in scope. So like when I'm like, like, it's like, okay, outside of this, like at some point this motherfucker is going to start talking and like, you know, uh, what, what, like those memes, like he's going to hit like five and like <laughs> establish a connection to consciousness. And now you got a whole other bag of shit. And I don't know. It just made me think that like sometimes not knocking anybody who's like, you know, doing it and, you know, congratulations to y'all. But I just feel like it's a, is a bit of, um, a bit of selfishness mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I don't know, just like not really thinking about the gravity of what mm-hmm. that is to just be like, Oh yeah. Like I had a kid and, and, <sighs> and then I think about like, uh, even that fucking, um, I know his name is mud depending who y'all talking to, but the, uh, Charleston white thing, a clip of him going around where it's like, that's not that motherfucker's job to give you anything. They did right. not ask to be here. You did so, that. <clears throat> yeah. So everything they do or become is, Contingent on you and your preparedness to, you know, to parent them and then doing this fucking between that and then working with clients where it's like having clients on other on other uh, opposite sides of the spectrum. There's like parents who may or may not have too much of that, you know, our traditional spread arise, spoil the child type shit. And there's no real like emotional connection. And then on the flip side, I got a couple that are just like overly like emotional to where it's like, no, you could work to establish Boundaries. I'm not even telling you to establish consequences, but like boundaries and just like how much this affects a fucking kid. And I'm like, I don't know. It just it made me think of the gravity of what that is to like have kids and everybody be like, I have a, I'm a motherfucking parent. They patting themselves on the back. Are you doing a good fucking job, my nigga? Like just because you cre- it don't take a fucking thing to pop to pop the motherfucker in. It don't really take like biology is gonna work through the fact of you just carrying this motherfucker. It's like the after part. Y'all are fucking insane. Yeah. Oddly enough, the, the the topic of disciplining a child and whatnot has come up a lot mm-hmm. over the last week for me. Um, now, this is something that I have talked about in sessions with clients, but I talked about it with a couple people in their personal life, how that affected them, and then also talked about it in a group on Friday. That, that, that topic came up. Um and I'm not against disciplining your child, right? We've talked about that on here before. Like, disciplining your child is not really an issue. Mm-hmm. But I kind of was making one of many points. But one of the points is like, why? Why are you doing it this way? Why are you doing Like, are you are you disciplining your child for the most part because you are responding to how you feel about the situation? Or is it an absolute necessity? Yeah. And if you don't <clears throat> understand if it's a necessity... You're making whatever their issue is about you. And it has nothing to do with discipline for real. You're not trying to actually discipline them. I'm just reacting and I'm upset and I'm frustrated or I'm embarrassed or I feel ashamed. So I'm doing this to put you in line because I don't like how you made me feel about me or my parenting as opposed to reassessing your parenting. But that's coincides with the whole conversation of like just because you are the present parent doesn't mean you're a good parent or you're actually wanting to be a parent because there's a lot of people that have custody of their children but you don't want to actually be a parent you don't want that like your kids are a burden to you sometimes it doesn't mean that you don't love them 
but you approach them as like life would be so much easier if they weren't here. And although I care for them, I just don't feel like dealing with the trials and tribulations that come with them. And I think I've actually like had a couple, I've had a couple of sessions that were like in that ballpark, like, you know, and I'm not, you know, you kind of got to walk around that sometimes because people have a tough time even acknowledging that. Mm -hmm. But I think sometimes that should be acknowledged just so you can kind of get, work through that like in because you know you motherfuckers spend so much time fighting that that they're doing a bunch of other things and you never acknowledge that you have that thought you might have you just wasn't ready like you you did this you made a choice when you wasn't prepared to make a choice and love is there you've created a whole human being but yes you think about i wasn't ready to do this and there is active parts of me that's like god damn i really wish i could have a b and c and you should you should process that for the simple fact of like, in order for this to work properly, you got to get, you got to work through that shit because you're going to end up taking out some shit on this kid or, you know, that's how you overhype some shit. And I feel like people do that and don't pay attention to where that stems from. Like, I fed you or this or that. And that's birthed in. I left a lot of my shit for you and they didn't ask to be here. Mm-hmm. So you are doubling down and, and. I did the best that I could. I yeah, you, and, and you really like, didn't. But you, you just, didn't do the best that you could. You could have done a lot better, but you don't want to take true accountability for acknowledging how you sucked at this. And it's not that you sucked at this because you didn't know how to do it perfectly because there is no perfect, ain't no manual. Everybody's figuring that shit out in real time and everybody's style is going to be different. But you knew for a fact that you didn't do as well as you could have. You knew that at times you were focused on yourself or that you were overwhelmed or burnt out or whatever the case is. And you put your feelings ahead of your necessity or your obligation. You know that you may not want to admit it because, you know, there's some scrutiny that may come with that or there's a fear of a scrutiny that comes with that. But, you know, for a fact that you didn't do the best that you could. You just want to feel like you did the best you could so you can pass off. Hey, you're, you're acting in this way and it's not my fault. Yeah, you, I, I, and I just feel like, you know, again, that comes with the a bit of the beyond accountability thing. Like, you know, I'm accountable. I had the kid, but let's go deeper into why. Like, because you, mm-hmm. some motherfuckers do be having kids, like their accessories. Like, there's, or there's other ulterior motives other than I'm at a space now where I would like to have children. I'm open to possibility of like you know even if i'm just in union with somebody and we ended up just getting pregnant on accident or whatever no, but you was out here trying to secure the bag yeah see like if, if if it's not that if y'all are just two motherfuckers that fuck with each other y'all be fucking on fucking and y'all be fucking and y'all be fucking and that motherfucker oh shit i'm late and then you kind of go well i'm in a good space in life you're in a good space in life we can fucking rock and do this at least then you're tripping and falling I feel like in a little more honest space, yeah. there's no, there's no, we're doing this for an ulterior motive. We made this out of good, just true, genuine love. Mm-hmm. And then you figure out this parent thing as you go along. And the idea is that, you know, well, we made this motherfucker. We just want to make sure this motherfucker is not a goddamn uh, supervillain and destroying society. And then we did a good job. Yeah. I, I, again, that's part of the conversation. I had a conversation with uh, the former partner with mm-hmm. us transitioning to more of a friendly space but it's like yeah if even though we're not in partnership anymore like if something did happen we could have an oops and still co-parent properly as opposed to the average people who are just 
what you described. Like this was supposed to be a hookup. This was supposed to be a one-time situation or just a sexual interaction. And I didn't really vet you properly, or I knew that there was qualities about you that I really just didn't like, but I wanted to keep hitting that ass or I wanted to keep getting this ass hit or whatever the case is. And then, well, fuck it. Let's just go ahead and keep it for whatever reason. Cause sometimes it's like, I'm going to keep it because I want more and they're not giving me more. So Mm -hmm. I feel like if I get this kid, it'll leverage me having more with them. They'll be obligated to give me that terrible. And that's not really, that's not really true. You're trying to leverage this situation. And that's not, that's, that's no, that's, that's not beneficial for anybody, but there are people that do those types of things or you end up in those type of situations because you didn't allow yourself to completely think it through or vet that person. Side note, that is a, 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 I don't want to say a prerequisite, but that's a public service announcement. <laughs> right. This is, this is a DCSA. God damn it. I don't care if you just fucking or not. If you just smashing and y'all just have a sexual relationship or you guys are enjoying your, you know, whatever. It's a summer fling, spring fling. Paranoid. Whatever you're doing. Are you going to double check it? Pause. Okay. And like Diddy say, press play. Um, if you're going to be out here just smashing, like give yourself the opportunity to really vet the person, especially for us as men, just because you have the ability to have access to it doesn't mean that you should take access to it. Cause even if it is just going to be a physical relationship, if, if a, 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 a fail proof is not in order and something happens, you are stuck with this individual indefinitely. Cause you can't, you can't 100% tell somebody like, yo, we was just fucking, so you need to abort the baby. They may not want to do that because you don't know their circumstance. Like some women, not even just from the standpoint of um, her body, her choice, and things of that nature, but especially us in our in our age, there may be women that have had fertility issues. Yeah. So I don't know if I can get pregnant again if I don't take this opportunity. And it's not I'm doing it to trap you. I just women have endometriosis or women have fibroids and things of that nature. So if you're not aware of those things and then the oops happen and she's like, well, this might be the one time that I can have a kid. I'm going to keep it just because I don't know how this is going to go. This is less than ideal, but I'll take this as opposed to a future of possibly not having children. Yeah. Now you upset at her for not aborting the baby and you didn't pay attention to vetting her circumstances or her situation from jump. So that creates some tumultuous tumultuousness within a relationship. But again, the DCSA is even if you're just going to be fucking or y'all a part of whatever type of community and you guys are exploring things in a sexual space, you still need to allow yourself to do those things with people that you trust, that you can partner with in some capacity that you can feel comfortable with, as opposed to setting yourself up for some bullshit and setting this child up to be a part of some bullshit that it did not ask to be a part of. Yeah, I was yeah across the board too because I my you know my usual gripe is I hate all these things where it's blanket statements that somebody is a good something you don't know if you're a good father and you don't know if this person is a good mother just because y'all fuck good and have fun. Like, yeah, no, that is, that don't mean shit. Yeah, like nobody. I don't I don't believe that. Uh, the instincts just kick in. You might have like some protector things. You might want to make sure this this child is not, you know, physically harmed. But the idea that you can 
you know, maneuver and traverse through all the things that it takes to like really raise somebody and all that other shit. You don't have that yet. So, and you, and you engaging with this individual, if you were to just, you know, be unhard, like, you know, there's post nut clarity, there's pre nut delusion. <laughs> and then, you know, I'm pretty sure somewhere in there, there's like mid nut enlightenment, but where, you know, I think, you know, get to the post nut clarity and this, you realize like, yo, she's fun, but I noticed her, you, you did, you noticed those things, how she responded to this, how she talked to the Starbucks lady, her, I don't know, fucking, uh, it'd be the little things, that's what the fuck a kid's gonna do, the little things, mm-hmm. why did you do that, why did you touch that, why did you whatever, and you gotta realize if you really want that motherfucker to, like, be around you all the time, not to mention, if, you know, you might be Captain Protective motherfucker, and, you know, this motherfucker, you can't really say don't cuss my kid, that's y'all kid. It, you know, she didn't popped off or some shit, and vice versa. That nigga might be just. My father used to, uh, you know, that's hey Hachimishi, my dick. He, <laughs> he grew up, he threw his kid off a fucking mountain and like climb up, and now you fucked that nigga. You just had his kid. I gotta look at the Tekken backstory because I always wonder, like, who the fuck look hey Hachi dead in his face and say, yeah, that's for me. <laughs> I'm gonna, like, I'm gonna go ahead and let this nigga like crazy as hell. If I'm not mistaken, like moms was kind of forced to do it. That makes sense. Like one of them, you're gonna marry him situations, and then he gets her, and kind of like uh, kind of like Baki's dad. Okay, you might be onto something because yeah. man, gonna be similar to that. I don't, I don't, I don't think it was the type of like he's so wonderful, he's perfect. I'm gonna let him breed me. Yeah, I'll be, yeah, be on the internet using that shit. Being bred, y'all don't breed me. That well, I mean, that's that's also part of the conversation. Like I'm, and I'm clearly we are a space that is in support of all debauchery. But if you're gonna be breeding, I'm I'm all for the, you know the oatmeal cream pies. Do your thing. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. You know, you can you can. Y'all gotta start, man. Y'all gotta stop having stupid conversations too. Why do men be letting off in there? It feels amazing. No, because okay? I've I've I I have come across women that are like, I miss it so much. That too. I yep. I, I want to find somebody or a space where I feel comfortable enough to be able to do this because it just feels so good to have that happen. And I understand. But again, if if you're gonna participate in these types of activities, make sure that you got foolproof backups. Yep. Whatever those backups are, don't just be, especially now, because with OnlyFans being a, a profession and content creation as far as sexual deviancy and things of that nature mm-hmm. is concerned, that stuff is at an all time high. So people are just dibbling, dabbling into all types of things. Porn wise, sex wise, BDSM and kink wise, like people are diving into these things more just for content. Mm-hmm. And it's like, cool, but make sure like you being responsible with it. It's okay to get your little breeding in, you know? There's a lot of breeders out there. Bust off. Do your thing. But but have some foolproofs in plan. Cause if you creating children in that type of situation and y'all ain't really vetted each other like that outside of just to create content or just to enjoy yourselves, like, they, we, when it comes to play parties and, like, swinger parties, they, they, they kind of vet people to be a part of that, right? Yeah. But what if, 
What if, and I, I don't know if it's happened or not, those that are more experienced in this area, y'all can let us know. But what if a baby is made in a swinger party situation? Like, how does that, how would you navigate that? How would you personally navigate that? Go go to a swingers party, you, you know, you and somebody that you just having some fun with, but y'all decide to go as a couple to this play party and, and just get get loose. We, we up here fucking and sucking multiple people enjoying our time here just doing the damn thing and somebody comes up pregnant at at the swingers party like I'm gonna be up there. I wrote my name on all y'all asses I remember that I said <laughs> <laughs> couldn't have been me it's physical <laughs> evidence physical I see, evidence yeah, that I suggests see. I am a cum shot man not a cream pie man so yeah. I know for a fact that I and Mex communicated yeah, from this conversation yeah, I, I, got, yeah, I got, got so he was in there so long it got so good to me man I know <laughs> I owe James another pair of shoes, man. It was just in. I was going down the line, and he, my fucking James, dog. And I said, my bad, bro. Like, I didn't even mean I get it. you a new pair. Yeah, so I'm I'm on the line five hundred dollars for this nigga new invented shoes. I don't know why he wore them to this function, but I know I wasn't me. I was, hey, 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 you know. But um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's fucking tough because if you was in there living life, and and yeah, if you was part of the fucking. The fuck if you're the if you're the shooter, and if it maybe if it's your partner and y'all are y'all are on that type of time, this could technically maybe be some backdoor way to being like you know this is still a space of like connection. We be fucking we're swingers, but if you was fucking like you know Daryl's wife who you just met, come on bitch, like what are we doing? Like what are we doing? Like yo, you break you you getting out of line now? <laughs> like you you move real unusual. We everybody. Everybody back me up. Now, this is, what are we talking about? This is crazy, right? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, I've, I've had it an optimistic thought of, like, in that space, y'all still community. Because a lot of a lot of swinger parties and stuff like that, they have regulars. So, like, mm-hmm. these groups of people, if you're new, they may for sure vet you. But some of them, like, people, they already paid a, a membership to be screened and vetted and all that other stuff and be a part of this group with this with these people. So mm-hmm. even if you don't go every time, you still know similar faces. You kind of build rapport with people. So it's kind of like in some capacity, like a, a non-monogamous poly situation. Like we are all each other's meta in some capacity, right? right. This is my partner. I'm not come with my partner. And hey, this couple, we know y'all. We see y'all at the swinger parties and we see y'all. And we see these new people that come in and we may do dibble and dabble with them a little bit, but we may interact together because we have rapport with one another. So if a baby popped up in this situation, why wouldn't it be ideally important for us to all just help contribute to raising this child? Whatever dinosaur, if it's this couple and that couple, and hey, so, I got your lady pregnant when we were swinging one time. So let's let's raise the child together collaboratively because that's you know we help create it does, and we already have a rapport with each other let's go ahead and do that so i guess that question does that rapport in the swinger space that we fuck good together mean that we life good together no no i, I, like I don't mean it we life good together but i'm saying ideally in a perfect situation yeah. if we can collaborate and because just being releasing enough of your insecurity or whatever to be able to share your partner because stereotypically, oh, I would, mm. I would never want anybody to even look at my partner in a certain way. An- another 
type of fucking post that drives me nuts hey, when man, I see you y'all. Fuck around and take it, take it to the, take it to the Omelet concert. Nah, um, on stage. <laughs> and now you walking down the street by yourself, scrolling, looking at boom, nothing. Boom, 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 boom. Waiting on the fucking Uber to come because your chick is back there. Familiar faces, worn out places. And they was when the security niggas was laughing. I was like, "Oh yeah, this nigga got it. This nigga got to lose it. He got to fucking lose his fucking mind." Boy, stand up. Yeah, get up. Yeah, I'm like, come on, come on, bro. You got to at least fake. Like you got to fake. Like come on, touch. You you sitting outside. Just yeah. wandering, lost, waiting for and your then, girl to come back. Boy, I, don't know. I don't know how old they were. Because cause I can't. I'm I saw not that even, Kai talk to him. Talk to the dude. Cause, okay, I mean. He talked to. I didn't really, really listen to the clip, but I saw he talked to the dude and he was trying to talk to the girl, but she said she needs him to pay her to, to give her side of the story. Girl, fuck you. So That's, Kai was like, girl, pay you for. He's, well, she said compensation. We have to discuss compensation for me to come on the show. And he was like, compensation for you what, bitch? I'm work de- Shut up. But that, to me, even that shares a, a mindset, how you think about things. Because oh, yeah, he just came on the show, was like, fine, I'll talk about it. It is what it is. And your girl is like, I need to make some money off this situation. Know. That lets me know how a potential mindset difference in the dynamic which may have continued uh contributed to this situation being what it is buddy needs uh because you know what i thought you know what i think about buddy needs because if he's in his 20s i can't even imagine like chaotic early 20s me I, that's because it's you know what it's in the music because listen like we when we were young this song was i remember that people i'm not saying i ever was was using this song for any type but i'm just saying that this was a song once upon a time, and it is unhinged behavior. Ty Dolla Side gave very that early two thousands. Yeah. Like, and I know you know how I know I know you know how I know who who heard this immediately just jumped up. It's Felix and B. <laughs> Y'all not. I was outside, and I just remember damage that could have been done. I personally. Never, I wouldn't ever, ever. But there was a time, there was a time when somebody probably would have actually have played this and accurately been depicting the song. It might have actively been telling about somebody's lifestyle. I don't know who it was. I might have heard some stories, but I would never. But it's crazy. And that's what I just feel like some of the kids. You need a little bit. I mean, life is about balance. Because, you know, if you just. Because you're a younger gentleman, so she's going to do it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. I just want to help the youth get better. Because he looked pretty sad. He looked like he was hurt out there. <laughs> and I'm just saying, if it's a whole fucking stadium full of people, like. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's. it's I, I can't talk too much. I throughout undergrad, my my theme, especially for my senior year and my first year of grad school, boyfriend number two was my shit. 
That was that should have been the the introduction to letting people know I'm for sure okay with this poly stuff. That was such a that was such a cool spot to be in. It, I mean, it's such a non stress <laughs> space it until is. some of y'all tried to make it stressful. Yeah, no, because I could I, I can't. I can count. I just. I mean, like it's it. stressful in itself saying that you got to have a side piece to begin with instead of just saying, hey. Never had to be like, It's oh, okay yeah, to yeah. just do this. What was that show? I think that was on the shy. It was like, yeah, I'm your nigga. Like, that's a good man. Like, yeah. Please, like, no, that's a good like, man. Please relax. Like, this yeah, is. Yeah, no, you don't want to be. I'm the 20%. You don't want to like, be with do me. Like, You're just here because it feels good in the moment. You, you really, like, he's really good to you. Okay, have you ever had to just be like, okay, honestly, you're the villain in this story. I appreciate what we do, but if you're, if we're being honest, we're just... You're just not. That's a nice nigga, man. What the fuck are you doing here? I, I haven't. <laughs> I haven't had that conversation. Oh, my God. Like, we're not bad. I'm not a bad nigga, but it's just like, what you're mad about is crazy. Like, you, it's not enough to be here. I'm just going to let you honestly, know. You just I, wanted to be here, and that's fine. I feel like, honestly, I may be the guy that they're talking about. I'm pretty sure there may have been a situation where I was like, hey, he's really... Not even because she's cheating, but it's like her homegirl or somebody's having a conversation. Like, you really tripping off of... Like, he's a, he's a good dude to you. Like, Ugh. he's... Why are you even tripping off of this? Because you know that that's actually... There's something wrong with you. I'm sure I've had some situations where people have had conversations with someone I was talking to or whatever. Like, hey, you you kind of tripping for real because this ain't really a situation for you to be really be mad at. He actually is a pretty decent guy. You may get upset with certain shit, but he's a pretty decent guy. So I haven't had that conversation because normally when people come across my path, like you said earlier, they become sanctified and they want to... Yeah, you know, be they want to latch on to the situation and hold on to it forever. It's like, no, I, I want you to be the whore you were for the guy you were a whore for a week ago, though. I hate that shit too. Like, you know, I'm not, I'm not doing terrible in life or anything like that. To be like, yo, 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 don't, don't find God over here, nigga. Like, <laughs> what the fuck? What? <laughs> I just want to see what this is going. Like, it's two weeks in. It's going at the two week level. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and I don't 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 move faster than where you actually are. And yeah, don't try to trap me, nigga. I know I'm a cool dick. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not nobody perfect, but like I'm not a pe- like I'm actively putting my life together to be on a very upward and onward fucking thing. But you don't even ha- you don't have to you don't have to lock me down in that way for me to still be here. Like I'm going to be here regardless as long as you treat me right. You don't have to have a particular title. You don't have to have a particular dynamic. It doesn't have to be just about sex. It doesn't have to be us progressing towards partnership. It can be us just being friends, whatever. But all of that is able to to move and fluctuate with the ebbs and flows if you just treat me like a decent human being because I'm going to do the same. Yeah, no, man. You can't be treating us like human beings because uh, Ayama got up here and you know said a couple things about us being... Oh. There yeah. was uproar. Oh, yeah. What was that shit? How dare she? Yeah, I'm say, hey, man, niggas going through it, too. And they said, shut up, bitch. <laughs> like, okay, nigga. Like, that, that mean? Get back in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. She, oh, she gotta, said, we need to be more mindful Let me find this of shit. recognizing that these brothers are going through shit, too. Crimes perpetuated against black men specifically is the level to which their humanity and their hearts have been devalued, diminished, and dehumanized, and that they have become doing machines. The greatest value a black man has, in many instances, is what he can do for somebody. 
right. and how he can do it and how much he can do I'm it. I'm not gonna beat y'all up. But the funny thing is, as soon look, you got let's see, first one, second one, third one, fourth one, fifth one. Imagine being a black woman, then sixth one. I hear what she's saying, like with her attacked on so many sides. Okay, this is this one's jumping for us. Okay, cool. So this one, I take that back. The one on DL Hughley's is cool, but when when where this initially I saw posted that it's on, had a few days to marinate. So all the toxic stuff, maybe. Oh, yo! When they, it, when it first dropped, all the toxic stuff got dropped, and that was probably time where it's been sitting for some days, and people start recognizing more positive. Oh no, never mind. It just if you, if you <laughs> oh, go to no, take oh, it back. Here it's, it is. It's, if you DL Hughley's is nice, I guess he has a different. Problem. If this, it's on site. Uh, Page, mm-hmm. yeah, no, they was tearing, they was tearing our ass to do with it here. Uh, some are good. Um, I'm so sick of the black community painting them as victims. All right, that's enough. But here's the thing. I'm, but here's the thing. But I, it sounds like I would, would, uh, you know, do a woman tirade. Funny thing, it's niggas because it's niggas that was right alongside. Like that's what we're supposed to do, and that'll be the nigga that somewhere, you know. You know, mixes uh takes seven hundred seven takes seven hundred Tylenols. You know, pours them in a water bottle and just goes for goes for the gusto. <laughs> and you know, it, it was it was a trip looking through those because I'm not the comment nigga, but I just knew that was gonna give me what I needed to like you know. And I promise y'all, I, I made a joke online. I'm not gonna get feral because it kind of <laughs> it kind of speaks for itself. It's just really fucking stupid, and it's niggas who like actively just actively set themselves up. For a dynamic that doesn't do anything for us, but like right. you know, put us in the fucking put us in the early grave. Because right. I was watching, uh, I was watching something on um, on YouTube, but it was discussing just masculinity as a whole, like trying to exclude as much race out of it as possible. And it was just discussing that the standards of quote unquote masculinity don't exist. Period. For no other, if for no other reason than capitalism, there's not enough resources for niggas to do this. Hit the fucking. Hit the trail west towards California. Hit gold. Go out there, and then you you build a house. What was that shit? Um, with, with fucking Daniel Day Lewis, and he had the mustache, and it was like uh, blood. It was like he was he was an oil oil dude. Fuck. But everybody acts like 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 masculinity works like that. Um, come on, man, Daniel Day Lewis Lewis, and which one? It was one of these movies. There will be blood. Yeah, like everybody just acts like masculinity works like there will be blood. You get a big fucking mustache. You go out with your family. You dig a couple holes. You strike oil. You become an oil baron. You build a house. And you have generational wealth for your family. Like that just, that was what it was looking like when white men were like taking over this fucking country. But that doesn't exist. Not even for them. So it just is a is a trip to watch. Like I find myself like when I'm when I'm online seeing these conversations. And every now and again when they're brought to me, it's like. As condescending or arrogant as it sounds, it's like I'm like it's like it's like talking about fucking I don't know, it's like having a conversation with an eight year old. And I'm not really the most fucking like well versed in all the intricacies or intersections of these topics, but I just know that like there's not there's nothing out there for y'all to like for this to create. This fantasy that y'all are talking about does not exist. And there's just enough actual peer reviewed articles. I'm gonna keep saying that. I am a Student scholar man. There are peer-reviewed articles to fully discuss. And they're and they're actually working on the fucking the community that got it all going, the white folks. And it says like, yo, the shit that it has stricken these niggas with mental health wise 
is outrageous. Like all it does is set up a scenario for these niggas to be whooped down and fucking just, you know, ready to uh, jump off a ledge. And y'all keep every week. It's just us, loud as hell and wrong as fuck. When we don't have resource the third, anything in our fucking nothing, niggas don't got nothing going. Bottom of the totem pole. It'd be like, yeah, but if it don't win, I'm so fucking tired of what they going through. Like, all right. It just sounds stupid. I don't even, I like guess. To I, fix I, your mouth to just minimize the fact that somebody goes through shit is preposterous within itself. Yeah, I find myself having to, like, I'm going to always give y'all some entertainment because, like, you know, we all like to laugh and shit. But, like, it's it's almost, like, impossible to really get, like, genuinely angry because it just sounds like somebody's coming at you going. <laughs> like, if somebody came to me and just <laughs> every day, like, I'd be like, all right. I hear you just because what you're saying is dumb. It's just I mean, the stupidest shit ever. And I'm not going to come to me and do that. I normally charge them 150. But the, here's the crazy part. Them motherfuckers aren't doing that. They're coming like, hey, I think this. And then we process and work through it. Like y'all are really, really like on the Internet saying the goofy shit. Right. And I'm looking at some of y'all that I know for real. And I'm harder on y'all because I really love y'all. I care about y'all. I like y'all at least something like a little bit. just a little bit. At least like, yeah, if I'm engaging with y'all, like I, I have some type of semblance of connection with y'all. And I'll be watching y'all every day say this dumb shit. And I'll be like, why you do that? Because, you know, I mean, kind of like I'm glad you reference like our clients come to us with a different intention. They have mm-hmm. the intention that I am doing something wrong or less than favorable and I need some help to help me understand it better so that I can stop doing the shit the way that I'm doing it because the way I'm doing it ain't right it may not be completely wrong but it ain't it ain't right so help me figure this out so they have an intention and a purpose of coming to us looking for solutions and looking for a changed mind looking to do the work they may not enjoy it they may not always do it properly they made bullshit sometimes but their intention is to come here knowing that that's the task at hand Whereas a lot of the people that are on the medias spewing these comments, they are the the direct opposite. I'm not trying to realize how I'm fucking up. I'm not realizing how to take accountability or none of this shit. I I I am so pressed in my victimhood that I'm going to leave a comment. Because if you think about it, most of the time when people comment or most of the people that are going at it in the comments or sharing certain viewpoints in comments and felt like they just had to do it, they're in a certain emotional space. You may look through a comment section of like 150, 200 people, and it really may only be like 25 of them that are like, hey, I'm seeing a lot of these unhealthy comments so I just wanted to share a different perspective. The palate cleansers. There's only so many of those. But 75% of the stuff is just, you're supposed to be at work right now. You're supposed to be at work right now. You're supposed to be doing some sort of service that you're getting paid for right now. And what you're doing is spewing your, your emotions and your emotional triggering into this space. Which kind of goes back to the group that I had this week. Because that was like the last question that I left them with of like, we we had a discussion of trials and triumphs, right? That's how I started off, but I transitioned in different spaces to like how you see yourself. Do you mm. see yourself as a trial or do you see yourself as a triumph? So when you go back to the question of why, even when it comes to, like I said, we talked about disciplining your children, spanking and stuff like that. Why am I doing this? Am I doing this because I look at myself and my child as as a trial, meaning from places of trauma? 
or do I see myself as doing this because I am triumphant and I'm overcoming something and I'm bettering something and this is a way to continue its healthy growth in a different perspective. So is this a trial response or a trauma response or is this a triumphant response? And a lot of us that or a lot of the people that we see in the comments, they're not in the comments from a triumphant space, a healthy, positive space. You're there because it's your trauma responding to this thing that triggered your nervous system. And now you feel like you just got to respond because how dare they say something that makes me feel a certain way because I disagree vehemently. So I don't like them posts because the post be saying some shit like, you know, if you feel it, then it is real. Then look, man, the feeling is real. But, but like, your fact. Your feelings yeah. are not facts. Yeah, where your feeling is coming from or whatever. You could, like, I, I, I can't, I, let me not use a, I don't know, man, shit. Darth Vader had a feeling. Fucking Scar had feelings. Gaston had feelings. Hitler had feelings. He did. He had a lot of feelings. And he felt them. So, like, you know, y'all just be saying some fucking, like, what was that shit this week? It was my favorite fucking post of the week. I ain't giving y'all a rant on my uh, story in a while. But y'all got one that day. Y'all got a, got a bunch. But, uh. You know, you know, the Kier posted, and he posted um, one of them niggas, one of them fucking uh, purple and blue background, ring light ass, staring into the fucking nothingness, saying a bunch of empty ass bullshit motherfucking niggas up there. And I don't know this nigga name, and I refuse to learn it, but I've seen him before. <laughs> like I've seen him before, and I like I said the other day, I seen y'all post this nigga. I seen y'all post him. And I seen y'all, and y'all, not only do so, I've seen y'all post, I've seen y'all post a nigga and other niggas like, nigga, y'all be having y'all own, because I'll do it. When you post some shit and then write something, you mean that shit. It it really resonated with you. Yeah. And I, why you do that? Because that nigga got up there and, and got one day. I'm not there yet, and I'm okay. This is my journey. I am not the level of therapist to hit you with the like, he was so eloquent, it was like, yeah. But no, nah, that's not what it's gonna do for you. And it was real, like he cleaned them up, but it was like elegant. I don't have that. I want rubble. I want fucking. The, I want tectonic plates to move. I want fire and it, brimstone. Yeah, I'm still a good guy, but like I'm, I'm, I'm very much so still in my Hulk phase. I don't got none of that fucking sexy ass Captain America shit. No, you see how quiet Black Panther was and shit. Like, I don't got none of that. If I'm pulling up, I'm. I'm not Hancock anymore, but like Juggernaut. Yeah, it's very much in a Hulk area. Hancock just was fucking wanton, just nonsense. I've been there though. That was a fun time. But I'm still very much like Hulk. It's some collateral damage. Nobody's hurt. Everybody's saved. Is your car total? Possibly. Because what the fuck, yo? Like, and it don't, and it just be like, yo, y'all, I, I be thinking, it's because I be thinking highly, y'all. Y'all be smart. Because we talk about other things. I talk to y'all sometimes just about. And I think I also think I'm gonna tell on niggas too. If I'm talking to you about this topic over here, and this topic makes you have to think in a couple ways over here, and you don't use it over here, I'm thinking you're doing that as a choice. Sometimes, you know, that's also a little, maybe a little therapy trick. But like, if you're able to like, you know, be cognizant of how you moving over here and over here, I'm like, all right. So when we do it over here, well, that's different. Now you're making a choice. You should probably go see somebody like that because you got to pay me now. But like, I'm just saying. I know what I'm doing a little bit. I'm telling myself I like I like fucking with y'all, and y'all I know what I'm doing though. I like that. So I'm telling they still might not figure it out. They're not gonna watch. Don't forget by the time. Yeah, for sure. This will get watched. The other by the time you know, maybe like by a couple weeks from now, it'll be a couple more episodes. This part will be watched in the watched under the thing. So I saw on y'all podcast that <clears> you had 
I'm saying? This part where you had said that thing, and I just want to know, like, do you do that with me sometimes? She not talking to me. Whoever that is. <laughs> whoever whoever has that voice. Yeah, whoever that is. She is not in communication yeah, with we me not, at all. Whoa, I'm tired. I'm an, I got exhausted already. You know, that, that brings <sighs> up an, an important point. <laughs> Something that I've, I've discussed in a, in a couple of discussions as a recent, like, even like the post that I listened to before we got on here of it saying, like, when you shift your perspective or you this, that, and the other, blah, 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 you're going to end up being around different people in different environments and all that other stuff. So you are creating this and mm-hmm. whatever. He said it in a pseudo overly spiritual way, but essentially. Oh, yeah, I remember you post playing, playing yeah. that here. That nigga was wordy as fuck. And whatever. But like you expressing. Whatever girl that talks like this and this is trying to like, no, she wouldn't get anywhere near me because that does just the voice alone. But how you're articulating yourself is not somebody that I would. I'm immediately going to start talking about the emperor and the primarchs and Warhammer. Like <laughs> I'm crashing the plane. Yeah, immediately. immediately. Like, so, you know, like, oh, yeah, like we're it's geek or nothing, baby. What we what we on? You're, you're not going to be here very long. And I'm just going to let you know that. But like understanding not just when you're when you're changing transitioning. I think that's normally how we have the conversation, right? I I am growing and trying to mature and trying to do this and trying to do that and I have to surround myself with better people. But we don't have that conversation of like sometimes you are that person within the relationship and people keep distance from you because you haven't grown yet and you may take that as being ostracized or you may take that as Say in a relationship, you you want somebody to make you whatever. I want you to to, to tie me down, wife me up, right? Mm-hmm. I, I I deserve to be this, and they may look at you the same way that you had a reaction to the voice of like, nah, you're not there yet. You're not either. You're not there yet, or you will never be that for me because you just ain't got it. Like people don't. You can't get it. You, you ain't, ain't got it. Ain't. Got it. But we don't often think about being that person. We talk about getting rid of the people around us because we're the person that's elevating. But we don't often have the conversation of being that person. And maybe that's why certain people don't approach us a certain way. Well, yeah, everybody. That's why that's one of my main gripes is y'all don't ever think that y'all are the person. And I want and I want it to clear. I'm not going to lie. I'm I like me a little hood bit. But like that's what you just did was she's obnoxious a little bit yeah you're like I need you to yeah but it just that shit like that obnoxious like stereotypical like voice and even like I don't even like that what's the white girl where it's like the valley girl so oh my god like so it was just like so DMF like I'm gonna find it irks me more when black girls talk like that yeah what was that shit Uh, speaking of juggernaut that would make me do a hundred percent the juggernaut move like he did in the movie. Just was running. He was already running top speed, and then would back up and sling his head. That's me, boy. <laughs> like so, like I just, I could, I could just get up. Yep, that would be me in the middle of a nice restaurant, just running full force into the first wall I see. Because I'm not doing this. Call the hospital immediately. Because I'm concussion. See, yeah, committing myself. Yep, boom. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think. Um, I don't know. I think you. Ha- I don't know what. I don't know what to what to do with that. I, I know that I've had moments where, like, I recognize that I was like needing more growth in moments, but 
I don't know how to do that for other people. Like you got, but you got to kind of, I mean, I, I know how to like walk you through it, but it is a lot of like people who like, that's, that's, that's one of my issues with this, this entire spiritual mental health is everybody speaks from the perspective that they are the ones outgrowing people and never think to themselves that you are the one that needs to be outgrown. Mm -hmm. Like you are the one that is straining the fuck out of this individual. That's my. That's one of my. That's I mean, all this shit tying for me because that's my whole stupid shit. Would you niggas talk about relationships and shit? And it'd be just all this shit on a nigga. And it's like, oh, you know, you got to lead, you got to this. And I'm like, wait a minute, motherfucker. If I'm doing all this shit, what the fuck am she? What the fuck am I with her for? This sounds like the worst deal in history. Hell yeah, I do better by myself, boy. Like, what the fuck? Who negotiated this contract? Did it? I got to be. I got to show new perspectives. I got to buy all the shit. I got, oh boy, fuck, fuck all that. Get, be a cool nigga and go to work. I don't give a fuck about none of that. That's, I don't know, man. The deal don't make no sense to me. And words from from TJ. That's why you're still single because <laughs> you haven't figured out how to be a decent human being. But yeah, that's. I think that's an important thing we need to talk about more often. Like, you can be in a transition process and still not manifest. All the things that you are trying to manifest, you may get to the cusp of it, but you can't get over the hump. And it's because you haven't became what you need to be. You keep thinking, in my process, I'm outgrowing everyone else. But if I'm in the process of transition, that probably means I haven't landed in a specific place, which means that I'm not capable of certain things. I'm leaving one space trying to figure out how to get into another. That means I don't have what I need to have yet. So you're probably falling short in some areas that you actually need to really pay attention to addressing. All that, what's all that shit? You know, like... Uh, don't come over here with me if you're not ready for it. Nigga said he's not ready. He's growing. He's accepted. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not where I'm at. I realized I did that. I because I, I was that was me in uh that was me undergrad even early like yeah you know like shit I'm not. I hear you. I hear everything you're saying. I think you're great. I know you think I'm great. I don't have it for you. Why you keep doing it? I I don't I don't and don't I, want to. I can't even give. Cause I don't, I want what I haven't even seen yet. They just, it, it's whole other, I ain't never even been to Florida yet. I don't even know who's out there. We're going to, we're going to New Orleans next week. Who knows? There's, there's, there's a whole just, and you want right now? That's crazy. You don't think that in your brain that that makes sense. You're not even in that space yet. Yeah. What are you talking about? But yeah, it's it's the whole post, come healed post. I see a lot of women post the come you, healed. You first, nigga. And it's like, you know that's got to apply to you as well. Right? You have to embody the things that you are saying that you want to have or want to be or want to manifest, which is kind of what I shared as far as my check-in earlier of like, y'all not embodying the things that you are requesting it's nice that you've come into awareness or knowing that that is something that you would like to have, which is cool. Acknowledgement is one part of the step, but do you embody it? Do you do it? Are you living that? Cause if you not, what are we talking about? It's cool to say, I would like to have these things, but say that I would like to be these things first, not even just talking about relationships, just in general, 
the fake it till you make it ain't going to work in a lot of spaces, especially when it comes to mental and emotional stability. You can't fake the spirituality and the growth and until you get there. Sometimes you have to recognize that I am in transition. I am not there yet. I'm a great partner. You're barely a great par- You're barely a great friend. You're great. You can't be a great. You're, you are a decent associate yeah, you know in saying. the process of trying to become a great friend who is putting in a job application to being the primary everything. Try to talk to me. Your best friend been depressed for three months. You ain't seen shit. Ain't noticed nothing. Ain't said nothing. What the fuck or you, you did here? see it, but you're like, I got my own problems, so I'm going to deal with my own shit and they'll figure it out. And that's not to make you a bad friend because sometimes you do have to draw those boundaries. But if you can do that to your best friend, but you are requesting the opposite response from somebody towards you as a partner, you ain't you're not ready yet. You can't handle the shit that you enjoy and have had for a long period of time. Your best friend has been in the palm of your hand since whatever, fifth grade or some shit. And you are willing to like, "Eh, I don't have time for this right now because my problems are more important. Cool. I'm glad that you're prioritizing your own shit. But if you can do that, you can't expect somebody else to not do the same thing to you and say, ah, their expectations are not important to me right now. So put yourself on both sides of the coin. God damn it. Make sure that you're embracing your shit. Now, with that, technically, you ain't you ain't share with the people how your week went. Was this just a oh, trick? Yeah. yeah, I didn't. Um, it was kind of synonymous to trust. Like My week was cool. I, I definitely like between. I'm, I'm tired of these holes too. <laughs> Always, <laughs> just, just, it's just the default setting. Um, <laughs> what, what, what is my default away status? Bro, I, I'm, get I'm mad, tired dude. of. But um, actually, yeah, it was it was like between actually like I had it I had because uh, you know you got that fucking like these last class like that last class for anybody out there like you know going back for your education if you're in there now like you all understand like that last class that you have to take while you're doing like your like little internship part where they just want to show up and get paid to just look at you in the face how's your week been so across the board pretty much everybody was like we're tired of this shit you're all fucking like tired stressed out want to go home uh you know i want to kick my kid in the ass like everybody was just bummed so like the conversation there was self-care. The conversation, like I said, was like at work with self-care. So thing, and we did a cool thing where like at the start of the program, you you do, there's like a list we did of like things we enjoy for self-care. So we're back to the list and it's some of the things are things that I'm doing already, but being intentional when I'm doing them. Like for instance, like if I call my mom and my sister, usually we'll like talk every, we'll talk multiple times a week, but being more intentional and engaged in the conversations so it's like, oh, yeah, like when I'm laughing, I'm laughing my ass off. This was really, really funny. I really, really enjoy hearing y'all. I really, really enjoy interacting with y'all. I feel better noticing myself feel better. You know, that whole nervous system check. Uh, I'm pretty decent with like body scans. So like I do that shit throughout the day. What bothered me? This, that, and the third. Making time to even like if I'm gaming for even just shit at this point, like I'm giving myself a good alpha, maybe. But, you know, just being intentional about Hey man, like check in with self, check in with what you want to do. Fuck what everybody else is going on. Fuck, you know, specifically. I don't give a shit how selfish it is. You need this, do that. So, worked pretty good. I plan to continue it because last week was a test run. Had some progress. I plan to do that shit continuously in whatever way I decide. I'm pretty spontaneous. I'm, so, like, if I wake up one day and go, I don't want to fucking do that or I want to do this, I'm pretty much move like that. 
And uh, that was pretty much it. So I guess like it, last week was a week of improvement. And I plan to double down on that this week and see how that goes. So I went on a good week. Good old, good old check-in. Um, all right, let's see. Y'all didn't do a bunch. He's looking at the phone. So. Question time. Type us to answer questions. Y'all asking shit. Question time. Oh, Do you really want the answers? Oh well, this one's not really that big a deal because this one you didn't uh, you didn't answer anything. You just posted some weird shit. Um, thank you, weird meme page. I'm not gonna set you out because you didn't say anything. Oh. Um, <laughs> it's always the threats after the poll that's a little vicious. Hey, look, man, I'm a vicious motherfucker, man, and I want y'all to participate. We here to talk. We here to in- engage. So you know. Engage. That's what the fuck. That's what the fuck I'm on. But thank you for your engagement. Um, we appreciate it. All right. So really got two. So yeah, we're gonna get gonna get a, get a little quick one today. Give us some perfect albums that are ten out of ten perfect, no skips. Fuck. So so, asker of said question. What does that have to do with mental health? You asking for like <laughs> questions that are. 10 out of 10 for like helping you navigate an emotional space or 10 out of 10 for helping you get through X, Y, and Z. Like what, what are you asking specifically as to how said 10 out of 10 album, you know, is affecting you mentally or emotionally? Cause you can talk about like an old DMX album that may be 10 out of 10, but if you going through some shit emotionally, that might not be the album that you need to listen to. Which I've had that conversation. I got a client like when he he been with me for a few years. Mm-hmm. When they first came with me, you know, they super going through things. They they going through some things. They're sitting across from me going through on things. on purpose. And so I talked about you know addressing your your diet, mm-hmm. your content diet, your, your everything diet. And Rod Wave was heavy on that. Like that, I'm listening to Rod Wave is like I'm not, everything. It's like you you are not in the space right now to listen to that and it not affect you in a negative way. So yes, that the Rod Wave may be a ten out of ten for this individual, but when it comes to how it affects their mental and emotional, it is zero out of the skip all the songs. Don't even mm-hmm. click on the name. Don't do none of that. So what what context are you asking? Now that's just me being difficult because I want to navigate shit back to what the purpose of the show is supposed to be. But if we talk about in general, 10 out of 10 albums that just we enjoy, that we like, that are sonically pleasing, what say you, sir? Um, if I'm uh I'm always gonna play start to finish. Stank on you. That was like the first album mm-hmm. that I ever purchased with my own money. Mm-hmm. I really, really fuck with that. Um, God, I'm like, I'm, I'm pretty washed. So uh, I like shit that's like, you know, soft, make me, you know, make me want to relax. Anything Alex Isley, I shit you not. There's not anything that woman has made that I won't play start to finish. Um, Alex Isley, Snow Allegra. Uh. I've been listening to a lot of Gwen Bunn lately. I listened to her like last project, however many years ago, front to back. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to give y'all something else hip hop wise. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> shit! Because y'all niggas like it's a lot. It's been a lot of skippable music. It, it has been. I gotta so go. I gotta. I gotta like think. Back, so I think, think back. 
yeah, I'm kind of like you as far as old and washed. I some Butcher Brown, some Kamasi Washington, Robert Glasper, um, Terrence Martin, Eskimo brother. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like if it's anything jazzy or, or soothing, I mean, hell, if you want to be. Honest, I turn on a nice little uh, Hertz healing frequency playlist almost every day when I meditate, and I don't skip none of those. I so did. Those be 10 out of 10 because I just listen to them while I'm meditating, and I may have them on when I'm going through meetings and all that other stuff. So This technically isn't – I didn't do the whole thing, but, like, the other day I fucked around and went just – I was in the gym, but even, like, from gym to car, I went through damn near the entire all of recession – like, I was just having a Jeezy moment. Mm-hmm. So, it could really be anybody, at, depending how I'm feeling. But, like, I'm going to say, like, majority of the motherfuckers that are in my area. So, like, I like, like, T.I.'s, like, early 2000s run. Most A lot of those are good for me. T.I. Libra. I like that one. I think that might. I don't know if T.I. Even prior to those. T.I. versus Tip. Like, but I'm, a lot of those, though, sometimes I don't, I go back and forth, whether it's also just nostalgia. They're good albums, though. But, um. Creed 3 soundtrack. The, the musical part and the sound scores, I listen to those. So, yeah, Same I'll Black say Panther. I like I'm Recession because I'm still a fa- I, in my fake drug dealer dreams that I had in my head while I was going to class and, that's, and that album was out. Um, Stank okay. on you, Alex Isley. Okay. Throw, uh, throw her in there, too, because I feel like y'all give her, yeah. other people too much credit in her. And you know what? Her and him. God damn it. Because him didn't get as much notoriety as her. They jumped on him because he was taking her steeds, man. They said, get the fuck out of here with that (laughs) bullshit. But they did songs together. So I I saw something about that. Did they do songs together or did he put himself on her songs? I don't know. I I didn't do a deep dive enough. I I feel like I heard songs together. Don't quote me on, on that. But I think I feel like that was also part of the beef that like he was aggressively riding her coattails because he would do this. She would do her songs and then he would take the her him thing and somewhere somebody along the line was like i don't know this nigga but i don't know how true that is i remember seeing something about that but that was fucking forever ago so um and you know what another nigga who they're still like that motherfucker christoph i know everybody's you know he, he was in the little you know news cycle a couple of weeks ago but goddamn christoph the only nigga to get out here and give a motherfucker 20 songs and i can and i contemplate listening like shit aj yeah, young young Christoph, young Christoph Brownsmith. Shit. He's had like stupid long projects and people will listen to them start to finish. But yeah, my I I most of my shit is like R and B stuff. If you're if you're a pretty decent R and B motherfucker, I'm gonna listen. As long as you're not on that sad shit. I don't wanna hear I'm not really into I will say that to e- piggyback off what you said. Emo thugging. Yeah, I don't, I don't have too much. Like, you can give me a song or two, but I don't want to hear. Because I just, again, what are y'all fucking with? Like, even if you didn't, like, even if you didn't just, because I'm not even saying I'm a nigga who goes and, like, plays. I fucked to music before, but I'm not. Most of the time, if we rocking and rolling, I'm not finna, hold on, let me put my playlist on. I'm not doing that shit that's fucking weird. But even if y'all are, like, facilitating an evening, if y'all are driving somewhere, you got some shit playing. I don't want to play no fucking ride wave in the car where we... We were talking. We might have ate. We might have had a good night. And this is going somewhere, motherfucker. Like, you you know, you want to play some cool shit in the background or whatever. What the fuck are the kids playing? 
fucking uh, anime meme music. Like, they, shit. Yeah, they are. And this nigga doing moves in the fucking driver's seat. Gucci drive, boy. I mean, this, that, honestly, I can appreciate that because there are a lot of kids in our culture, in our community, that are embracing listening to fucking music that you hear, you know, J pop, K pop, all that stuff that you hear on animes. They're listening to those songs on a regular basis. So I haven't listened to that full albums. I may listen to a playlist with those songs on there. But shit, maybe there's some ten out of tens on there for sure. Some some black and pink. Maybe they got a fucking ten out of ten album. I don't I don't know. It depends on what you like. Yeah um, niggas, yeah niggas ain't fucking out here. No, I, I am, yeah, yeah. yeah niggas ain't out here doing no fucking. Thing. <laughs> I know why old niggas you say you know because you niggas ain't out here doing no fucking. Thing. All right, here's here's the last one. This is gonna go good. Mm. All right, drum roll. What is a man's? What's a man's ideal date? What's a man's ideal date? You shutting the fuck up. <laughs> That's all, folk. Um, a what is a man? So all all men are the same. All of us like the same shit. All of us would really enjoy the same exact ideal date. Or are you asking for a specific type of man? Is there a man that you have in mind and you would like some ideas as to like what he may like to do? Or what a good idea for a date with him maybe like I, I need some more context to this question because like what's a good date for Lil Bonta Fat from sixties <laughs> is probably going to be a different <laughs> ideal date for that dude that goes to every cosplay and anime event because he really enjoys it. So they're they're probably going to be on two different wavelengths as far as what an ideal date is. Also. That goes back to you, said asker of of the question, what type of person are you and what type of people are you attracting in the dating space? Because that'll probably let you know that they're probably going to like similar stuff to you. Because if you, you know, if you're a hood chick, you're probably not going to end up going out on an ideal date with the guy that has like multiple degrees and likes astrology and, you know, (laughs) nuclear physics. And I'm a Sagittarius. Right, like you, you're probably not going to even be attracted to that dude because you're going to think that he's lame. So his ideal date is probably not going to interest you at all. So what type of person are you, and what type of guys are you dating? That will probably tell you what the ideal date for them might be. Then you know, if you're a hood chick and you like to get ratchet, the niggas that you attract, ideal date. Maybe you know some Hennessy and some weed and some whatever the fuck and some fucking, because you know that's what we do. But, you know, evaluate yourself and that may kind of tell you what the ideal date may be for a person that is, you know, in alignment to you. So what do you like? What is your ideal date? And I don't mean some performative bullshit that you pick to say that I would like this, that you and you saying some shit that you saw on Instagram because it sounds cute. But you ain't really that type of person and that ain't your groove. Like who, who are you at your core? Who you really, really really are and be honest with yourself about the positives and the negatives what would an ideal date for you be 
And is it a high possibility that the guy that you are interested in or the guys that you attract, that they'd probably like the same shit too? Just a suggestion. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, like what's a man's ideal date? I guess. Um, what is a man to you? How about that? Answer that question. <laughs> what, what do you view as a man first before we? I feel like I feel like always that those end up in some financial conversation. There's a lot of weird fan service in this. I just noticed, like, <laughs> like it just like she just tried to kill this nigga, but it was some weird titties and ass that just popped up. <laughs> Anyways, anime. Um, but yeah, I I feel like yeah I. I, I I wasn't going to try to get as complex, but it, I do think about, like, what I hear niggas talk about sometimes, and I think about, like, some of the, like, pod space niggas, and I was like, I don't like that. I don't like none of the shit them niggas said is, like, a date or whatever. But um, I would assume if we're looking at dates for what dates are supposed to be, you know, you want something that, you know, was cool and normal. Like, go eat. Go. Dates don't have to be complicated. Because y'all are supposed to, like, get to know each other, hang out. So whatever, to me, whatever facilitates a non, like you said, a non-performative hangout space situation should be a good date. Like, Mm -hmm. all the shit that y'all be saying, y'all, like, but nobody seems to really, like, seem like that's like, because, like, go to a museum, because this shouldn't be an expensive thing. It should be a space where y'all can talk and engage or go to go do something that you can then talk about later because I could map you could maybe map some shit out about who this motherfucker is, like motherfuckers be shitting on movie dates or whatever because they're like, you know, cliche. But if you watch the movie, and then go eat and talked about it, you could probably learn some shit about that motherfucker in that specific space. You get to see how they act in the middle of the movie. Are we interested in the same things? Do we notice the same parts of the movie? Yeah, I may have picked up on this, and you didn't pick up on that. And why did you know? There's so much that you can. What is the point of dating in the first place? Is a good question to ask yourself before you think of an ideal date, because you're probably focused on the performative shit. What is the point of this date or dating in the first place? I think I think a man's ideal date would be any date or space where he felt appreciated in that space and where he felt acknowledged where he felt like he didn't have to perform and wasn't doing some fucking uh you know jump through hoops resume checklist i guess we're both getting to know each other and it feels like that to a degree but any any activity that y'all are engaging in where you seem like you're genuinely interested in who the fuck this nigga is as opposed to the boxes he checks off for whatever the fuck that looks like for what niggas are supposed to do i'm going on a date with james and i just want to see what the fuck james is fucking into i just wanted to get to know this nigga an ideal date we we can show up in sweats looking dusty and busted because our point is not to perform for each other is to interact what you about to do run like the way y'all talk about shit why do y'all wait till the end i want somebody else can go to target well tell that nigga i'm finna go to target and i'm gonna cook some shit and y'all could probably you know split the groceries y'all have a good even right there well maybe not to your house i've done that plenty of times i've had moments where y'all are especially in, in our age you know, people have kids, so you know I've had people like, "Oh, I'm, I'm, whatever, I'm wrapping gifts for my kids' birthday party, or we got to go do this." Oh, you, you need some help wrapping gifts? I'll come help you wrap gifts, and we can kind of chill and talk and all that other stuff. Or like, "Oh, I'm running errands. I'm about to go do this and go to these stores." Oh, cool. You know, I'll I'll go with you because I need to grab some stuff too, and we can kind of chill and talk. Like everyday lifing that's what you're trying to get to the point of so why not have a everyday life type of date 
where you can have the ability to like, we're not doing this for the sake of performing for each other. We're seeing how we interact and, and mingle in real time. We're seeing how we have shit in common. Side note, I'm very cool with, you can have a fucking gym date. We, gym let's, dates, let's, hey yo, fuck y'all. Gym dates are a thing. Let's you have learn, a gym be, date because I yeah. want to see how you handle adversity. I want to see how hard you actually work. I want to see if you're teachable or if you are already knowledgeable of some shit and you push yourself. And I, like I want to see different aspects of how you respond to things. It's like the proverbial what Duval say: first date, take it to a pool, push it in the water, just so you can have all that fake shit washed off and see how I mean, she really looks. That's the same shit Ocho say. Like, yeah, hey, we gonna go somewhere we could. I could see like. How you maneuver? You. What your ankles looking like? What your what your maneuverability? Right. Let me let me see the the real you. So I would assume for a lot of guys that may be the ideal date. An ideal date is where he can be his real self and he can see the real you, and it's not for a particular perspective or a particular reason. Because a lot of y'all don't want to have those dates until you're already the girlfriend. I've already so got the title, so now we can have these type of comfortable days where I can eat how I want in front of my man because he, my man, I already got him. So, oh, okay, so because you achieved the goal, now you can just say you fuck all. flip flop out of these Right, so no, I'll do that in the beginning. Make dates less about the performative shit, and if you want to have an ideal date for him, let it be something practical to where he can actually be himself and you can get to know always, him as well. You always look like you have so much fun when you hang out with... With Aaron and them, because they do fun shit. Right, they do we stuff that I like, and it was no pressure. We just said, "Hey, uh, yeah. I'm gonna go do this." We didn't have fun as boys. It's like, hey, I'd stop by to say what's up and check in on you. What you about to do? I'm about to go run some errands real quick. You caught me at a bad time. I'm about to leave. Oh shit, nigga, I'll ride with you, and you just have fun, just going about your day, adulting, doing shit, kicking it, because there's no pressure to do anything in God, particular. I wish I'd, I wish I'd have saved this post. It was a post, and I didn't think how much this this hit. It was like, uh, it was this white. It was it was a white boy, but he did like a post, and it was basically just talking about like, um, he was it was like you know how kind of like a get ready with me. He was like, get a beer. I'm not a beer nigga, but I enjoy the aesthetic. He's like, get the beer. He's like, get the chairs. Open the garage. Have an open night garage. <laughs> Have an open night garage tonight with your boys. Pros, you get to interact. He's like cons. There are no cons. I bet you if you had an open garage night with a nigga, you would be his lady in two weeks. Don't quote me on the time frame. But, yeah. like, you know, like, just the, the general thing, baby. Like, stop doing the performative weird shit. If y'all are trying to get, even if y'all are just trying to be, like, people who, like, fuck around and just kind of enjoy one another. Ain't nobody putting no titles on it because y'all be loving it, whatever shit. Just, I would like to fuck on this nigga pretty regularly and not have a lot of stress in my life cool do non-stressful shit and do like just cool regular people shit like i'll spit in your butt and then we can go to the store because that's where the fuck y'all gonna end up anyways right i'll be trying to the stuff that you say you would like to be able to do when you're year two in a relationship do that at the beginning do do that a you want to just sit here in the parking lot of this dive restaurant or food truck and just talk and eat because y'all say those types of dates are cool to have with your boyfriend but why is it not cool enough to do on a first date i don't even like this fucking restaurant i don't i don't i don't give a fuck about catch fuck you and that c on the door no i don't want to go to that shit i'm not trying to impress you 
And I, oddly enough, I think that that's crazy that people can't say that. Like I'm, I'm coming into this space with no intention on trying to impress you. I could care less about trying to impress you. I want to get to know you because the point of a date is to get to know somebody. We are doing this regularly or occasionally because I want to get to know you as a person. So no, remove all the fluff, remove all the bullshit. You want to get dressed up and go out for a nice date? Do that after you're together. Be dusty as fuck in the first three months of getting to know each other and just go do basic ass everyday normal shit and have conversation with each other. This is how I'm going to wrap this up. I just, I stand on everything we've said and the idea that you should have a a date or a involvement where y'all just get to know each other because the, the days of me doing any of that fucking, um, you know, if you're not aware, like the concept of like the, the NFL combine to try to, I'm not doing none of that shit. Like I look at you, I applaud you. You're very, you're very calm individual. You've you've walked into this graduated license space very, very, very elegant, very elegant, very. But me though, <laughs> me right here, this nigga here. Yeah, yo, stop playing with me, cause I don't, don't ask me shit. We gonna be cool. We gonna be nothing to fuck at all. Right. Yeah, though, like, and that's for any, that's any and all type of interactions. Like, we're going to be cool and chill, but I ain't jumping through a fucking hoop for not a goddamn thing. I get a bag, but I'm not even going to jump through a hoop for that. Like, we're going to, I'm qualified or I'm not. You like me and you want to give me this job or you don't. But I'm telling y'all, man, I'll be reading what y'all be posting and bitch me too. I'm at a fi- I'm at a time in my motherfucking life too, baby. Yeah, we both at the times in life. Fuck all that. Yep. So, um, what's some shit that they're not gonna take down? Probably this. Um, it's on uh Drop that shit, DJ there we go. I gotta get his J Beats nigga. Listen to him. I don't know. I gotta find his Instagram because we've used about five songs at this point. And he's fucking talented. So, I don't care if you don't like mashups. Ooh. Thanks for listening. Appreciate your patronage. Uh, thank you for asking questions. Thank you for participating. Thank you for telling us we're doing cool shit when y'all be DMing and stuff. Uh, that's all I got. I don't do the, end, the endings. This is shit. So I'm. I, I oh, I thought you was going. I thought you was on a roll today. I was going. I wasn't. You. Yeah, okay. I, I was. I'm not. I'm not irritated no more. I'm only good when I'm hot. I'm deep in Hulk mode, <laughs> but I'm cool now. Fine, fine, fair enough. Thank you, thank you for showing up. Thank you for coming to to watch and partake and listen. And thank you for your engagement. Make sure you do it again next week, and the week after that, and the week after that. In the week after that Because you know You like it here And we want you to be Just like the relationships That you're looking for We want you to be consistent So be consistent with us That way you can have Consistency in your relationship With us We love y'all Enjoy this Enjoy this so Be good to us We'll be good to you we continue to have These lovely conversations here On your YouTube Or your SoundCloud Or your, your, your Spotify Or Apple Whatever the fuck that shit is called. I was going to say iTunes, but I don't know if that's actually what it's considered because I ain't had a Apple product in like 20 years. But whatever it is that you're partaking in this on, or even if you just ingest the, the many snippets of content that get thrown on Instagram, you can enjoy those too. Stop being lazy and listen to the whole episode, but we'll take whatever interaction you're getting. Up. So, you know, just take it, enjoy it. Come back next week. Tell a friend. Bring them with you. Make it an orgy as far as a, you know, an, an, an audible orgy. A listening orgy. You have a listening orgy of just 
pleasure and loveliness. And, and, and just continue to support us because we support y'all uh, figuratively and literally. Love y'all. Thank you for coming. It's your first time. Come again and come some more. Ah, giggity. All that. And we shall see you in the next episode. More questions next week. More answers next week. More everything. Love y'all. Enjoy. Have a wonderful week. And I don't know if this is coil or not. I'd, 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 I'd tear those little cheeks or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got vision creeping a bit. Say your friends keep calling you crazy.